Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast from Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Linney, I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert and I am very grateful to have you back with me for another podcast um, on this cool kind of summer, kind of autumn day. Anyway, so this week's podcast is a little bit more lighthearted, so I'm looking forward to doing it, or I have been looking forward to doing it. During the week, I did a post in my Facebook group, um, Shemaine's Model Health Biohacking Group, uh, on all the different stages of intermittent fasting, and it's definitely one of my more lighthearted posts, as this podcast will be, but I kind of wanted to, well, in the post I did just bullet points so in this podcast I wanted to go more in depth onto what each stage kind of means and there are many stages of intermittent fasting that we go through while our body adapts to this kind of new lifestyle some people will go through all stages and some will only visit a few Um, of course we're all individual and some of us will adapt a lot quicker And some of us just take a little bit more time. But in general, a lot of these stages are seen by most people. So here is a list of different stages. Um, And after you listen to this podcast, I'd love you to comment and let us know what stages were your favorite or what stage you're in right now. Okay, so number one. This is the... I'm totally going to do this. It's day one and I got this. I'm doing this. So this is the beginner's excitement and you're so pumped and you're ready to jump in and you're like, I'm totally doing this. This is going to be epic and I got this. So that's stage one. Stage two. What do you mean I have to drink black coffee? This is the stage where everyone is asking what they can and can't have. Remember, we are trying to remove negativity around food and stop people putting stuff in their mouth all the time. Having a boring fast, especially a clean fast, can be difficult, um, but it is the one that yields the best results. It can be a difficult step for a lot of people and there are options to do, say, a dirty fast or slowly transition into fasting. But generally, stage two is where people are not too happy, where they find out they really should have their coffees and tea black. Number three, or stage three, the headache. I'm so tired and I have this constant headache. Does it get any easier? As your body adjusts, it's going to send you signals of the food you're not eating anymore. And it's going to be detoxing or using up your glycogen or sugar stores. Um, And at this stage, people will start second-guessing their decision. Was this the best idea for me? The headache and the tiredness is 
generally related to that sugar come down and you're not giving yourself or your body those constant spikes of fast energy or sugar each day. So your body is now adapting and switching over to fuels. So you're feeling a little bit more tired and the headache is a signal that your brain is detoxifying all that kind of excess glycogen and inflammation that it had built up. So step three really is a good thing, but you just got to push through it. Stage four, why am I binging as soon as my window opens? This is where people can start to get worried. Um, this is also known as the compensatory eating window. This is where your window opens and your brain is like, I have to eat all the food inside or I'm starving. So people here get worried that they're not eating enough that they need to eat all their food in one window. You don't need to eat all the food in one window. Um, or that if they don't eat enough, they'll be hungry tomorrow when they're fasting. Um, this is also where people feel like they're going to fail and need to be supported or talked through this stage. And this, at this stage, we can kind of see that if you don't have the support, um, to give you the right accountability and knowledge and answers that you need at this stage, a lot of people will give up on intermittent fasting at this stage and you won't get the benefits um, if you don't kind of stick to it and ask for help. Okay, stage five. I love this stage. Hey, suddenly I'm not hungry anymore. I get full before I finish all of my dinner and I didn't even want to finish it. That's totally not like me. This is when appetite correction starts. Your leptin hormones and satiety signals, this is the rebalancing of those hormones, are starting to work properly again. And I always teach my clients about this. This is our goal. We want to resensitize your body to insulin and leptin. This is awesome for furthering your skills at intuitive eating especially. So this part, if you can hit stage five and you're feeling this, this is a big high five. Okay, stage six. My clothes are looser, but the scales are still the same or hasn't moved much. This doesn't happen too much, but it definitely does happen. Um... One thing that happens with intermittent fasting compared to other diets is the body recomposition. Okay, you listening? Because a few people have spoke about this this week. This is due to the increase in human growth hormone we see when fasting. New muscle, new bones, new tissue cells, brain cells, everything. This is where we see a physical change but the scales are stagnant. This is where people ask me how am I so lean but I only eat one meal a day and I don't generally take protein supplements and it's this. It's allowing your body to do the reparative action that it needs. Even if you're not doing extra exercise, your body will still do the regeneration and repairs that you need. If you have any damage and you increase your human growth hormone, you will get those repairs. Of course, physically you'll look different, but the scales will reflect no change. But this is still a good thing. It's understanding what stage six means. Stage seven, all of a sudden I'm down two sizes. 
And this can happen really soon. And I've seen this happen to loads of people where they'll go straight from a size 10 to a size 6. And then you won't even notice it happening. It just happens all of a sudden. That body composition, your body adapts nicely. Everything catches up. Of course, your nutrition is on point. And boom, we get those nice results that we really want. Stage 8. Help, I've stopped losing weight again. This can happen a few times. People can cycle through plateaus and we try to mitigate them as much as possible. And I really do teach my clients about um, undulating calories and how we can kind of prevent plateaus and keep the metabolism always guessing. But alas, we can't control everything. So it may still happen. Plateaus happen and they may, may last a while and then all of a sudden you will start losing um, again after doing a couple of tweaks or asking for some support from your teacher or whatever. Um, and that's where you will lose again. You may lose both inches and on the scales or you might just notice inches. So there's a lot that happens when you're intermittent fasting. All you have to do is Google all the studies. Um, there's a lot that's happening. So if you're doing intermittent fasting, be easy on yourself. Understand it's a lifestyle and it is a process. Stage nine, none of my clothes fit. I need to buy new clothes. This happens a lot as we continue to see body fat drop and that body composition change. I usually encourage my people or my clients to hold off buying a new wardrobe until they are closer to their goal or sometimes I'll even say just hold out until Boxing Day sales because you're going to end up having to buy so much you might as well save some money. Number 10, this is totally me now. I used to be 260 pounds and I just did, I had no regard for food. It was just junk food. There was no quality. It was nothing. It was all just taste and gluttony, to be honest. But now I'm totally at stage 10. Food snob. This is me. When people have been fasting for a while and they get to this stage, only the best food will do. Amongst all of my clients, almost all of them find their tastes and cravings change and foods they used to crave really don't taste as good anymore. And this comes down to a turnover in all your receptors and cells, including taste buds in your body. Um, so stuff that we once didn't like, we really like. And um, then stuff we thought we liked, like pop and stuff, that's too sweet. We don't like that anymore. And also, when you get the results, when you're feeling amazing, like you're not just feeling okay, you're not feeling good, you're feeling fantastic. And you are going to have um, maybe food that's not on your diet plan or something. Most of us will not just go to, say, McDonald's or A&W. We will go to a nice restaurant and have a nice steak. The quality is different. So instead of buying Dollarama chocolate, we will go to Purdy's instead or Godiva. You totally change. You're no longer drinking or eating cheaper quality foods. You now have standards because you've got the results and you're doing the best for yourself. So you want to continue to fuel your body with the best food that you can. Okay, number 11, goal. I hit my goal. People get to their goal weight or goal size at about stage 11 and this is awesome, this is epic. This is my happy place where I see people hit their goal and we're all super duper happy. 
Stage 12, maintenance. I will never eat another way again. We may go off track a little around vacations, Christmas, weddings, celebrations, and so on, but we always come back to an intermittent fasting lifestyle because it's where we feel best. When I say we, I must highlight that not intermittent fasting is not going to be great for everyone. We are all very individual. Um, the majority of people I work with, intermittent fasting is amazing, but there's one or two people that it's not so good. Intermittent fasting can be practiced during pregnancy, but it's best to do it with some sort of support system um, and to do it safely, of course. If you find it's too tough during pregnancy, do not do it. But when we get to stage 12, maintenance is the best because you know no matter what happens, you can always go back to your intermittent fasting window and you will always have that structure to start getting one foot ahead of the other again. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast um, and I'm sure you laughed or nodded at a couple of those or I've been there or I am there. Um, feel free to share with anyone you feel may benefit from this or would like to know a bit more about intermittent fasting. It's definitely a hot topic, but unfortunately, there's a lot of bad information out there. So hopefully this will help clarify some stuff for some people um, and have a safe, healthy week and we will chat again soon. Bye.